When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm not surprised. I mean, you, can, you can look at the guy. He's literally been running for me since the iPhone. There's people out here you look at them and be like, oh, maybe he deserves, maybe he doesn't deserve it. There's nobody in the division that deserves it more than me. Regardless, I'm next in line no matter what. And especially now weighing in, it just further solidifies me as the number one contender. I think people would love to see Wonderboy get another title shot. If he beats Shavkat Ragmanov, that will be an incredible feat. There are like always those opportunities for those vets sort of near the end of their career to be given that one last chance, especially if it's someone like Wonderboy who's been so consistent, I think, as a, as a UFC man. But even if he beats Shavkat here, he probably isn't going to get a title shot, I don't think. He, he's not going to leapfrog guys that have already beat him, like Gilbert Burns and Bilal Mohammed. That wouldn't make any sense. I honestly just think that if he gets a big, big win against him, like a finish, or even it's like a dominant win, I think he's going to get a title shot. I don't think anyone wants to see Leon versus Bilal. I think Bilal is like that... That, that thorn in everyone's side that he just won't go away and he's that good. That's the thing, it's like Wonderboy is a guy everyone loves and seemingly not everyone loves Bilal. Like if you look at the Bilal fight with versus Leon, like Leon was dominating. I know he had the horrendous eye poke, but like he looked like so much better than Bilal. And I think Bilal's last fight as well, Gilbert Burns injured himself in like the first round. He hasn't fought those guys that would get him that extra level of respect. I think, I think Gilbert's one of them. But then, like you said, he injured himself. If he fights Colby and wins, or fights Usman and wins, or fights Hamza and wins, then I think people would be like, oh, we want to see this guy fight for the title. Does this event completely cancel out Bilal Muhammad? Does this event have a chance to just completely ruin everything that man has attempted to do and is still trying to do, which is achieve a fucking title shot? You've got pretty much all of the most exciting guys there fighting in one. So if you have a big showing from all of those guys, of course you're going to want to match those guys up. So what the fuck happens to Bilal? If you have Leon or Colby win this uh, on on uh, 296 and either one of them is really impressed by, let's say, an underdog out of nowhere win from Wonderboy and, they, and, and both of post-fight, they call each other out. That is the fight to make. If Bilal somehow gets a title shot in there, everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? We had the most exciting goddamn weekend with the most exciting fights. We had finishes where welterweights came and proved themselves in that title picture and Bilal gets a title shot. Everyone's going to be pissed off. Who do you think Colby and Leon would be more likely to fight as a champion? Like if Shavkat wins and comes through or if Wonderboy wins and comes through because Shavkat Rachmanov is a really scary well, guy to take on. Yeah, either. I feel like they're more likely to fight Wonderboy. Yeah, like, I mean, like, Colby's, Colby's 
not going to fight Shafkat. That's what I mean. He's not. Well, if Wonderboy wins, he might be like, oh yeah, I'll fight. Wonder yeah, because Boy. he's got proven. He, he's Holes. got a history well, that's of, what of I mean. proven holes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Also, Wonderboy is like nearly forty years old. In a time where actually the welterweight division is starting to surge, and finally it's a division that we are seeing, you know, contenders come up there. I just don't think anyone's going to want to watch Bilal post two ninety six in any avenue that this ends up. I don't think he's the next contender. Yeah, it almost, you get to that point where you can keep winning and winning and it's like, oh, this guy should get a title shot. After a while, other people will start to build up win streaks and then their hype can just overtake yours. It's kind of like, where does he, what does he do? Because he's at the point where in any other division, you can just wait for a title shot because you know, I draw an audience. I've got a big win streak. You know, I'm not going to risk my position because maybe after the next guy, it'll be my turn. But with Bilal, who someone seemingly isn't as interesting as other fighters in in terms of his style and maybe the way he talks, is that how does he not keep himself out for too long where people keep forgetting about him? By you not fighting, guys, they're going to want to see it less. It is an interesting point that maybe if Shavkat does beat Wonderboy, he's only beating the number six guy in the world. But then again, you do have an 18-0 win streak. You know, he's never lost and he's finished everyone. Maybe the UFC are looking at Shavkat as the guy that is going to just finally eliminate Bilal from that ranking. So, for instance, if he does beat Wonderboy, perhaps he goes on and he fights Bilal and then he can get that win. Meanwhile, Leon, he's said that he's going to go and call out either Strickland or Duplessis. So if that happens and we do have a champion versus champion fight at 300, whoever that equation ends up being... Bilal's not going to get a fucking shot anyway. So the best thing to do there is like, let's give him the undefeated prospect who could clear this fucking guy out. But also on the reverse though, if Bilal wanted to make a name for himself, fight the guy while Leon is away, fight the undefeated prospect who is who is destroying everyone, make a name for yourself, have an entertaining fight, put that guy away, and then you make a name for yourself. Because if you can do that to Shavka, who's doing that to everyone else, it's like that's how you garner well, that Well, then traction. you are undeniable. Yeah. yeah. If he, if that is what ends up happening, then you are undeniable. You have to have that shot. But as as it stands right now, I think actually Bilal is a massive problem in that division because the truth is he's just a really boring fighter who is just consistently winning. And the mad thing is, if Wonderboy does win as well and Wonderboy gets the shot over Bilal... So like, how the fuck does that work out? Because yeah. Bilal's just beaten Thompson. Yeah. But, but that's the but thing, like though. We just like, said it, it's happened before. It's happening right now at Bantamweight. Like, yeah. He's kind of fighting, like, just like up and down, guys. Yeah, but if you look at Colby Covington's record, apart from the last couple of fights, it doesn't look that much better. And the difference there is Bilal's not been given that chance to fight inside the top three. Because nobody yet, wants really. to pay to watch him fight. And I, I do empathize with him. He's trying everything he can but he just doesn't have those star-making moments that you want to see from surging contenders. And it's the same thing with Fitch as well. When F- Fitch was doing his thing, like Dana White just fucking had enough. And he's like, do you know what? Like, fuck this guy. I know that he had his problems with the UFC anyways, and it was a good excuse for the UFC to be like, well, if he doesn't want to be here, then he doesn't want to be here. And he's gone. Those kind of decisions can't be made as brutally as they used to be made because it is a sport you want to be like no no this is the place where the best guys are in the world but honestly at this point i honestly think Bilal would be fucking better off in the pfl winning millions of dollars every fucking season i think you, you got I a good point there. you do have a good point i mean the, the other thing about Bilal is as well he's not beaten any former champions and everyone else who's got a title shot kind of has those names on their It's resume. like one of those things. It's like, I think Dana makes it so aware that you have to self-promote. But also, like, the whole fucking Dana White contender series has been made on the fact that, like, guys like Brendan Lockman didn't get a contract because they couldn't get a finish. Yeah. If Bilal Muhammad 
went on the contender series and had the fights that he had on the contender series, I doubt he'd get a contract from Dana White. I really, really do. When you have a fucking show named after you, where you're giving contracts based upon people who either you like or had a good finish, Bilal Muhammad wouldn't be one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very clear that the UFC is not on meritocracy yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, it's like, and we like to pretend you, it does, but it doesn't. Can you draw no. us money? Yeah, it's like, can you like we want you to be the biggest star, and that's great for you and your your career and dreams. But really, we only want that because it does this for us because of the money, because of the eyes, because of the the exposure it, it brings. I would like to see Allah Mohammed. You talk about him headlining a, an event of any kind. I think if he fought Shavkat and Shavkat beats Wonderboy and they make that fight, yeah. I would be interested yeah. in that the, fight. That is the only way this yeah. works I think, out. For I him. know we criticised him, but I think the best thing for Bilal is Leon calling for that middleweight shot. They love doing champ champ fights, so you can see it happening. Leon beat Kamaru, so it gives him a bit of validation of being the next best guy. But then, like we've said, that opens up that window. Okay, well, we need fights in welterweight while Leon's gone. Have a have a number one, have an interim. Fuck it, why not? And like that's the only time you're gonna get a Bilal chance. Like he needs to be there calling for it. Bilal needs to be either Shavkat or he needs to beat Usman if he wants to fight for a belt. Yeah, but even if he beats Usman now, I know Usman hasn't lost emphatically since you the could head still kick. Still, just be like, well, still not good enough. He, Usman's on a three-fight losing streak. I don't think maybe beating Usman now. As the same way, but then that does give him the former championship fight, like you were saying earlier. So he's kind of really at the wrong place at the wrong time. It's like he's been in the UFC since all of these other contenders, and he's finally got himself to the position to get to a title fight, but couldn't get the fight to get him the credibility to get the shot. And now all these other guys have enough credibility to get title shots. So he's really like, in terms of timing, it's just terrible. That's a really good point, actually. You do wonder whether or not the UFC purposely hold these things off. Well, that's what I mean. They've kind because of stalled a- him out. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you get stalled. Age creeps in. Injuries creep in. And then you do have these contenders that ultimately find that weakness, not based upon skill, but based upon the fact that you've just been at the top fighting guys for as long as you have done. And you just have never got that title shot to fulfill that that journey but like if you do look at people like till when he beat thompson he got that title shot didn't he He just jumped the queue so shavkat could do that if he gets a if he just knocks thompson out cold in like the first round with some mental thing you could just be like the ufc be like fuck it get that guy in right now it's not like uh leon will really have a choice because he didn't want to fight colby yeah. You know, but this is what's happening. He doesn't so want to fight Bilal. If either. they're like, you're fighting Shavkar Ragmanov, he's like, what a it's, champ it, champ it, fight. Like, no, in, you're not. In Bilal's case, this is just the word. He should have been on this card. He should have been yeah, on this yeah. card and he should have been fighting Shavkar. It is interesting how they've given Wonderboy the Shavkar Ragmanov fight. Especially because, you know, you got to put all of the ingredients together for that one. Like, people want to see Wonderboy get a title shot. Well, if he's ever going to get a title shot, this is a perfect opportunity to do it. It's also some people would be like, you're feeding him to the Lions, but not not really, because in a lot of ways, Wonderboy's a really good test for someone like Shavkat. Well, honestly, Ragnar. I think it's a win-win scenario for the UFC if they don't want Bilal to yeah. be a title contender. Because if either one of those guys have an ast- outstanding performance, then the UFC is just going to be like, right, one of those guys title shot. And then Bilal's going to be like, guys, what the fuck? I'm, I'm here, I'm ready to go. And they just ignore him. To be fair, they've been doing that for a while. They've just been ignoring him. The guy's literally on fucking MMA Junkie, MMA Fighting, ESPN. 
with his sunglasses going please let me have a title shot this is you know this is my opportunity and he's got a fucking narrative with leon as well oh, yeah. the fight didn't even finish but none of that matters because the ufc do not see him i think honestly people set. treat it like Bilal lost that fight yeah because they were just they like, do yeah but if you watch the fight leon is piecing him up all over the place and then obviously terrible accident but it's like no one cared Leon didn't even look like he cared well he's also not beaten like I said he's not beaten championship level com competition which which means a lot like on the way up Colby and or a star. Usman or a star or Leon anyone, they anyone. all that is really a they star. were all beating former champions you know they were they were beating guys like Robbie Lawler and and Tyron Woodley and and like they're older versions of themselves but those guys have held titles at the very least you're getting fan recognition and Bilal Muhammad's not even beaten anyone who's held a belt yeah, exactly. he hasn't even beaten RDA because the, who because, held a belt because that's you know? the thing the UFC don't want to put him in those fights because they're like well why would we put one of our stars with fucking Bilal yeah because it's it, not it's it like has, a vicious cycle isn't yeah. it it's like his his fundamentals his style isn't intrinsically exciting and then that doesn't reward you with fighting someone like that like a star to prop you up so it's like kind of this vicious cycle where he's kind of in this stalemate of beating enough guys until finally he's undeniable. Bilal's had some exciting fights. Like the third round of a lot of his fights are exciting because he has a full gas tank and he just starts beating people up. Like not the, not the Gilbert Burns don't, fight. Don't look at the, don't look at the record. I'm Which just one? like, if I think of Bilal Muhammad, I think third round Bilal Muhammad and he's just attacking someone nonstop who's just exhausted and can't defend. Anyone apart from the last fight I don't remember the Luke fight went, but if you no, look, no if one you look, does. If you look no at like does. the Millinder fight, the Lyman Good fight, the, the Diego Lima fight, Luke. and those are old fights, but he he wasn't unexciting in like the third. He got performance of the night in the in the Sato fight, like he and and, he, and in the Brady fight. Like, the Sato fight was 2019. I know, but I'm just saying, like he has had. When there was, are elements when was of his game Sato that are, looking good last time. He's not. He's not as boring as like. I don't think he's as boring as Sean Brady. I think Sean Brady. Sean Brady's incredibly boring. That's what I mean. I mean that 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 Gaston fight was was dominating, but it was fucking boring. Everyone was booing him, but he just smothered him, and it was boring. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Even he, Sean Brady, has probably a less chance of getting anywhere than Bilal does. If Bilal had had actually lost to Leon, as in like a KO, he would have been sent back down. He would have to start his nine-fight win streak all over again. At the end of the day, it's kind of fucked up, isn't it? That, like, entertainment ultimately will get you a title shot over actually being, being good at the fucking sport, which you're doing. The UFC and, and MMA, it's just like they've made such a fucking, like, run at being this, like, professional sport. And here it is in all its glory of like being entirely unprofessional because the guy who's deserved the spot isn't getting it. It's entirely entertainment. Whatever anyone wants to say about fighting and MMA, ultimately it's more about the entertainment than it is about the fucking sport of it. Yeah, but it's not irrational to think when you're building an organization like it has to be yeah. no, i'm saying like if you're going to grade people on merit based on their performances so the best performing guys get title shots it's way more impressive to perform and take risks and knock people out than it is to perform and play safe but like in pfl if you get a finish do you get more points yeah you do yeah 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 it's so basically <laughs> so it's not worth going to pfl because you won't be able to yeah. finish anyone yeah but yeah exactly fucking Bilal's just never gonna get get there is he yeah are you still a channel member i am mate seven months seven and a half months now i think oh, he must be purple, purple belt, belt. Purple belt. Yeah, the can't... next belt is brown at, at a year he's just dying all right 
you're, so you're actually leading the pack. I am. In I regards am to members. The, the highest. Out of the 250 members that we have, you are the highest ranked highest graded member, member wow. uh, this channel has. So sad, what sage words do you have for everyone who's not a channel member? I would say, if you want to support us, it's the best way to do it. Because you can only pledge $2.99, right? That's the lowest tier. That's what I am. I'm not saying I'm pledging loads. $2.99 will get you two pods every week. And they're like, this one's like 50 minutes. Also, when you get past 12 months, you get this really cool t-shirt as well. No, there's so no t-shirts. What? Why do we keep banging on about this?